Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Do you dream of being CEO of your own empire, running your own company, achieving your life's goals, yet wake up in a cold sweat next to last night's takeout leftovers and a pile of bus ticket stubs? You are not alone. Like many others, you are suffering from a classic case of caviar dreams, tuna fish budget. I'm Margaret Josephs. And I'm Lexi Barbuto. And every week, we'll be talking to influencers, trailblazers, disruptors, and risk takers who'll share their own journey to caviar dreams on a tuna fish budget. Side effects may include increased motivation, boundless happiness, and a fast track to success. Well, hello, Caviar Dreamers. Hello, Caviar Dreamers. We are back and better than before because I think our sound is much better. Well, this is the epitome of Caviar Dreams for a welcome back. We have a new exciting announcement that we're on Dear Media. That is our new partner. I mean, we're on Dear Media. Toast has partnered with Dear Media, and we are part of that. So I'm very excited. So congrats to us and Dear Media that we're all together. We are, and that means we have committed to revamp our audio a little bit. So revamp the podcast, our audio. We are coming back weekly every Wednesday with amazing guests. We are. And right now in the true Caviar Dreams tuna fish budget, we are coming to you from the closet because the sound is actually good in here. Yes, I am in my closet, my temporary closet, because as usual, my house is under major construction. It's the fall. And what do you do in the fall? You put in a pool because why would I have it put in in this summer? So right now my pool is being put in. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my closet, my fabulous closets on order. I'm doing high gloss black lacquer because I do a lot of black in the house. And which some of our tradesmen find hilarious. Yes, our tradesmen always complain, like, why is this woman doing so much black in her home? But I like dark and sexy. And I think my clothes are so bright and colorful, they'll look good on a black background. I think they will. And I think it's going to be a very chic vibe, very Italian, yes. high end yes, hotel. Yes, I'm doing Italian, high end, modern, mid century Italian, not New Jersey Italian. Not that there's anything <laughs> wrong with New Jersey Italian. But that could tend to be a little ornate and gaudy, and I am not ornate in that way. Although we are sneaking a few lion heads into the pool. Yes, vintage-like lion heads, like cementy-type lion heads, because my house is also very old, and we had some lion heads on the property. So, I, But it's, it's going to be very cool, people. Don't start weighing in on your opinions just yet. Yes, we'll hold off on those. But opinions. anyway, we're coming to you from the closet, which is a spare bedroom, which I have not redone this room yet. So we're surrounded by my clothes, which insulate the room. And that's very good for us because the sound is great. So we're laying in the bed. 
Yeah. Fully clothed, by the way. And I'm looking around the room and I'm seeing some new pieces because I guess we got to discuss what's coming up for you this weekend. BravoCon. Yes. I have all my outfits here hanging for BravoCon and I'm very, very excited. Now, what was your process picking your looks for BravoCon? Because also... I want to touch on another little revamp that's been going on while we've been on hiatus. Marge has shrunk. She has shrunk so much that all the rest of us now look tremendous and feel hungry all the time and look like we eat all the time because you're a skinny fucking legend. No, I will say I have lost 20 pounds. 21.1. 21.1 pounds over filming my season. I started this health weight loss peptide journey since last April. So it's April, May, June, July, August, September. You know, I've been down for, so over six months, I lost 20 pounds. Wow. It's six months already. Yeah. It took, it took six months. So I did in a healthy way. It was more towards the end of April, I guess. If it, yeah. It, it feels mid-April, like... I started because listen, I'm on hormone replacement. I'm a menopausal girl. I had to go on the hormone replacement. I went on some peptide shots. And I dropped the pounds. I think all of those hormone replacement things and, you know, injections and all that kind of thing, it's very taboo because there's so many like rumors that it can cause cancer, that it's not good for your health. But actually, this is a new thing. Well, you know what it is? The hormone replacement's not exactly new, but years ago when it did cause cancer, because I've done a lot of research, I'm not a doctor and I don't play one on TV, but years ago when... They gave women hormone replacement. They didn't balance it with progesterone. They just gave women estrogen. So women were very estrogen heavy, and that's what caused the cancer. So now they give you estrogen, progesterone, and even testosterone, which is very good for your libido, people. So any women who are suffering and don't have a high libido, the testosterone helps. It also, you know, if you have too much testosterone, though, you could be growing hair and having rages, but they balance it. (laughs) I am doing none of the above. I am not extra hairy or having extra rages because I rage anyway sometimes. I feel like you actually are much more mellow. You're very like leveled out these days. Yes, I feel very level. And then I am also on the peptides and which has caused me to drop some pounds. I mean, I am so jealous. I am not bitter, maybe a little, but I am so jealous. You look so fucking good. You are so sweet. But I will say this. It's very funny because I was always, I'm still a curvy girl. I still have the curves, but I got a breast reduction and a lift, but now my boobs are small. Joe always was used to grabbing my meats, as he would say. Yeah. And he was used to sleeping with a curvier girl. And now I'm really thin middle-aged white woman, (laughs) as he calls me. (laughs) And I've changed my body Uh, type, which is a little bizarre for all of us. I I mean... But for clothes, like for finding your clothes, do you find it easier? Yes. It's so much easier to get dressed because I don't feel like I'm stuffing myself into clothes. I feel healthier. I I just fit in my clothes a lot better. I never thought, hey, Marge, you're a fat girl. I never felt like not attractive or out of shape because I always felt that I was healthy. I was just a meteor girl which I was, I was very happy. It's not like I wasn't happy with my body, but it was harder to get dressed. I was always just yes. a little thicker. So I still have thick legs, but 
a thinner version of thick legs. Yes. Well, you look amazing. And Thank you. And you feel good, which I think and is And I feel good and important. I have more energy and I think the peptides and my hormones are balanced and I feel much more energetic. So we will have on eventually my doctor who, who runs this for women's wellness and, and men see him as well because it's all about wellness, longevity, feeling good. It's not about weight loss. It's more about living your best life and being able to achieve the things you need to achieve in a day because I think we're all running all over the place. We have to be high functioning. We have to have clarity. Yeah. I mean, I broke my arm. Yes. Uh, and, you know, that takes it out of you. I mean, we wow, we have covered a lot of ground in this hiatus. Yes. And this broken hiatus. bones, body weight drops. Body weight drops. Broken going bones. In. Yes. Broken friendships. A lot has happened. Well, yeah, I was just about to talk about, I think a good theme for this first episode is authenticity. And, you know, another thing that's coming up is we are launching a new brand, which is very authentic to you. Soiree. Yes. Yes, Lexi, you and I have started a company together. You and I are partners We have. In this. We are partners. We are. And it's a mocktail, which can also be used as a mixer. So it's very authentic to both of us, which is good. But especially authentic to you that you don't drink. Yes. I think people don't realize. Everyone thinks is like someone doesn't drink. They automatically have a drinking problem. And listen, there are people who have drinking problems. That, and Cheers to them that they get it under control and that they're sober. But I never had a drinking problem, though I grew up around Marge Singer, who did cocktail it up much too much when I was young. And it did make me uncomfortable and turn me off to drinking. And then when I did try and have a drink, I would get horrible migraines. I mean, well, that's good that it didn't work even when you tried. I mean, it was just not destined for you. Yes. And I always feel like when I go out, I'm either peer pressured or Margaret, you should have a drink or what are you drinking? And I'm living on iced tea, cranberry juice, and club soda. And there's nothing sophisticated. That's the word, sophisticated. Sophisticated. Or elevated for me to drink. That's healthy, low calorie, a mocktail. So you and I have come up with this great drink called Soiree. It's inclusive, elevated flavors. But I forgot how hard it is to launch a company because we've been in licensing so long. Yeah. And it's not easy, people. And I think it's very important to discuss the journey of starting a new business for those of you out there who are starting a new business. Yes, it is frustrating. I think is like frustration is, I think my worst feeling. I hate to feel frustrated that things are not moving along. I feel like I work well on lists and checking things off and moving to the next step and getting things done. And there's some things that you just can't make go any quicker. And it's very very frustrating. I think everyone thinks because you're a public figure, you're on TV, things are easier for you. It's not. Well, it's I, actually harder because I think that you carry a lot of judgment based upon like track record. You know, you fall harder when you fall. Yes. And I think you're under the microscope and everyone probably is thinking like, oh, who does she think she is? She's starting a company just because she's on TV. Well, no, I've had businesses before. We We know how to do things. But starting a beverage line and Every, you know, housewife or Tom, Dick and Harry has started a beverage line yeah. thinking because it is a lucrative business if it hits right. But everybody started an alcoholic beverage line. We're starting something, a mocktail, which is kind of a new buzzword. People who are sober curious, people who choose not to drink, people who just want a healthy choice. People who are knocked up. Yeah, people who are knocked up. And it's also a mixer. So this is kind of new waters. 
Yeah, it is. And also it's a new industry for us. So there were, it was a steep learning curve of things. Even when we like hired the right consultants, there were things that just are not covered by one consultant that someone else doesn't tell you that you have to really put the work in on this kind of thing. Yeah, FDA guidelines. What do I know? What do I know about the FDA? Uh, well, now I know a lot. Yeah, Lexi now knows a lot. We a had lot to hire more people. Than I thought. I mean, just the size of your font has to be correct, people. Who who would even know that? Mm. So I think it's very important when you're starting a company, which you know, we're going to have on a lot of entrepreneurs to talk about this. How stressful it is. I mean, I had to take a lot of days to the bed. <laughs> I'm not going to lie in between of, of doing this. And, and I thought it was going to be able to be launched on our season. It wasn't, it wasn't launched on, you know, the real housewives of New Jersey. And there was some, we spoke about it, but it didn't come out in time. And there were some decisions that were hard decisions to make one while we were filming our season was there was a particular photographer that we wanted to work with and she's amazing. Mm-hmm. And I think she added so much to the brand. She just got the aesthetic amazingly. Her team were incredible. I yes. loved working with her. But she wasn't comfortable, which is totally fine. That's her, pref- you know, preference. She wasn't comfortable to being filmed on the season. So therefore, that was another reason that, you know, it couldn't be tracked on the season. And that was a decision that we had to make because the aesthetic of the brand was so important to us. And this is a lifetime business for us, as opposed to promotion on one of the biggest platforms you have. Yes, yes. And that was a hard decision. It was. I mean, I felt sad. We were doing an amazing photo shoot for our brand, but our photographer did not want to be featured on The Real Housewives of New Jersey. And we had to make the hard decision of just like, well, then I cannot ha- really have it covered. I spoke about it, but... We really could not show the the background of it and how amazing it was and all the efforts that went into our photo shoot. This photographer happens to be unbelievable. She did the Tangeray campaign. Yeah. She has done so much. And and I was like, you know what? I'm going to hire the best photographer possible. And if it's her privilege to do, you know, not be featured on The Real Housewives of New Jersey. I know it's shocking. Everybody does not want to be on TV. <laughs> and Sometimes me included. Yeah. <laughs> So that's what it is. So we're excited about our new company. We've invested a lot of our own money, which mm. is, you know, which is painful. Scary. Which is scary. And a lot of new entrepreneurs, it's you have to get outside investors. Our first go round, I decided I'm going to do this myself, but we will be, you know, doing some VC money on, on the second go round, which is a smart business decision, by the way. Everybody doesn't self-fund a company. We are great front people, but we know what we're not good at. That's right. And it's funny. I I go back to our old episodes while we're doing this. And there's one particularly that I go back to all the time, Sabina from Doe, Eat Doe. There's so much good information in her episode. And whenever I think like, fuck, I'm doing something wrong or, oh, God, this is really difficult or, you know, should I do that? Should I not do that? She's made some really big decisions like to do some very controversial campaigns and she put so much work in. And I love revisiting her episode because it keeps me on track with this journey, too. It's it's true. It's, it's true. And I think now, everybody, if you're thinking of starting a business, we are going into a recession. But that doesn't mean don't start something. No, we've discussed this previously. The Some of the most used companies today came out of the recession in 2008. Uber, Uber, Venmo, Square. Yes. So, tons. you know what? There's always room for new ideas, fresh ideas. 
But we just all have to be creative when when we do it. We do because, well, that's the thing. Solving a problem. I think that's the thing. Like, this is so authentic to you because it's solving your problem. You've had a problem for a long yes. time of nothing to drink. Yes. And I'm very excited. And soiree is inclusive. And by the way, I don't want to drink all that crap with ashkawanga, CBD, no. this, that. I want to be able to still get in my car and drive. Well, you're a clean living kind of girl. I am. I'm a clean living kind of girl. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes you don't want to be a clean living kind of person. I understand that, but I want to feel good. I want to get up the next morning, feel fabulous. I don't always need something to chill out. I just want to be part of the party, enjoy the party and and feel good the next day. And I think a lot of people are starting to want to feel that way. And, and that's okay. And if you want to cocktail it up, Joe, my husband, big Bombay Sapphire guy yeah. and, and tonic with the blue cheese olives. Well, I think the funny thing is also that we are. I don't judge anybody else unless big, you're falling down drunk and being a slob. Oh, and well, I, I don't like yeah, that. You don't like that at all. I do that on the side when you're not looking. Just kidding. No. Um, no, I think the funny thing is that we are very much about a party. Yes. We I love a party. Tremendous parties. We just threw a very tremendous one recently for Brian Kelly, the points guy, for his yes, baby. For shower. his baby who just came, baby Dean. Aww. Welcome to the world. Eight pounds, 15 ounces, 21 inches long. He is so cute. So cute. And the the pictures of him holding him and crying took me back to like even having a baby myself. I felt so like, I know. Oh. I felt very emotional. But right? that was that was a big party. And we I hosted that party. The funny thing is people always think of alcohol with a party. But I think the first thing that comes to my mind is how is it going to look? And I think Soiree as a brand, as it grows on its journey, is going to become a party lifestyle brand. Yes. I We think about the lifestyle and I and I love a good lifestyle and I love a, and I love a party. So to really enjoy the party, I like to be in the moment and present. If I was totally wasted at every party, how could I remember what happened? How can I remember how great it is? How can I dance the night away and not fall on the dance floor? And I want to talk about it the next day. That's um, soiree really is a drink to make memories because you can actually remember it. Exactly. So, that, so that's, that's what good. makes it. Speaking of remembering things. Yes. I remember when Kanye West came out and everybody was obsessed with him. Well, the graduation album was amazing. I was listening to it this weekend with deep sadness for the horrible person that he's become. And I just want to say, I, I you know, I like to comment on things that are going on right uh -huh. now and give my honest opinion. And I am repulsed by him. I he has done some really twisted behavior. I think he's a very dangerous character right now and he is very indicative of where society is on the whole and people are like well he's bipolar and it is mental health awareness it was mental health awareness day on monday but that is not an excuse for anti-semitism misogyny homophobia homophobia transphobia all of those things that, that's body just shaming. Body shaming. Yes. Mental illness could make you do some outlandish things. And we understand that. But mm -hmm. these isms, mental illness is not an excuse. That's not. No, that's not. And that, uh, we know many people who, who suffer from mental illness that they, they don't behave that way. Mental illness does not make you homophobic, does not make you transphobic, does not make you a misogynist. Well, I still think it's very dangerous to blame yes. these character traits, flaws and yes. defects on mental illness because 
people who are struggling with mental illness, something that's been very prevalent in two of the most important people in my life in a very traumatic and difficult way, you know, deep down, they are great people and they are good humans with great views and balanced views. does not define you. I know a lot of, you know, I have people in our family that have men who struggle with mental illness. They're the most magnificent humans. And I'm sorry, Kanye has shown me who he is by his horrible tweets. Well, he, is, he has body shamed the Vogue editor. Yeah. Look at what he did to Taylor Swift a few years ago. Yeah. Oh, God, I even forgot treated. about that. Yeah. Oh, it's, it like this, this is a pattern. I'm sorry. Yeah. Look at the way he's spoken about the mother of his children. Uh, that Kim makes Kardashian. me sick because that's um, really a rough thing for those kids to have to witness and live through. Even to wear a White Lives Matter t-shirt diminishes everything else that has, you know, the Black Lives Matter situation. But even stuff from that, he has come out with um, saying he's going death con three on Jews. Is that even what it's called? No, Defcon? it's De- DEFCON 3. I mean, I don't want to be so petty, but it's even DEFCON 3, you bonehead. You know what it is? It just, this represents to me what's so scary about society is that we all do have a voice now. And we, we used do. to just yes. be able to use it to each other in the street. So if you said something to someone that was off color in the street, they could whack you right in the head. Yeah. You know, so you usually kept your thoughts to yourself. But the, you know, the internet, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, everything, the metaverse has given everyone a voice with absolutely no repercussions. And he has a very big platform. Yeah. I mean, he's Kanye West. And it seems as of this moment, I mean, I haven't checked the news in the last hour, but that there don't seem to be any repercussions for him from his big sponsors and his big partners. I do think that maybe... I do feel they will. I do feel they will. I have faith they will step up and do something. I'm sure they're internally deciding how they will handle it. I hope they are. this isn't isolated with him. And I think that's what it is. And it's not acceptable. And... People are entitled to a second chance, but this is like his, you know, 10th chance. Well, the scary thing is it's incited a riot in other people. And I was looking at someone else's Instagram this morning who is like a style expert and she's a very prominent in Jewish culture. And the she posted today the hate that she received since this and all of these things. They like incite anti-Semitism in other people who would otherwise just kept their mouth shut and kept their hateful, disgusting comments to themselves. But when someone with a large platform is irresponsible with their disgusting opinions, then it incites other people to do the same. And that, I think, is what upsets me. Yes. And it gives a voice. It gives. Yes, it gives power to people who don't deserve it, who don't deserve it. And I agree. And it's it's shameful. And listen, I said something and and someone, you know, wrote to me nastily in my in my DMs. All I said was like his behavior is vile. It's disgusting. And and they were like, since when are you in the news business? You're not speaking out because it's religion you know, something obnoxious. And I was like, I am. I raised Jewish children. Mm -hmm. I just buried my ex-husband, had Shiva at my home. And I am speaking out because of that, because I have seen anti-Semitism against my, against my own family in, in certain situations. And I was disgusted that someone even had the balls to even write something like that to me. I was like, what is going on in this world that people just feel free to say these things? That's not freedom of speech. Freedom of speech doesn't mean you could spew hate. 
Yeah, exactly. Okay? I'm sorry. You can you can say whatever you want. You know, freedom of speech is to, to stand up for what's right. That's what freedom of speech to me it means. Freedom of speech isn't like I can spew hate and incite hatred and mm-hmm. violence against minorities, minority groups, and people that are marginalized. And I think that's what people are now starting to twist the freedom of speech is to hurt marginalized groups. I agree. I agree. And speaking of hurt, we've had, I mean, we've we've had a kind of a rough hiatus. There's been quite a lot going on, but there's one particular person that hurt you very much through this hiatus. I don't even want to mention her name because I also hate talking about it. But I do think it's amazing to me that you are such a kind person and the people that you trust and let in can hurt you the most. I have, listen, we'll see it play out on the Real Housewives of New Jersey. And I'm just going to say point blank. I am a person who takes everybody in. You do? I am kind. I try to take everybody at face value. I never, for some reason, I don't get jaded against people and I don't know why. And maybe I should. I want to see the best in everybody. I don't think people have ulterior motives. You give a Um, lot of second chances. I give a lot of second chances. I don't know if these things are going to change me. I've had, I never thought I'd have a childhood friend turn against me all because of fame. I know. Is it? And and I am talking about this. I didn't even want to talk about it. And I'm just going to say, I was friends with this person when we were young children. And we were separated for a very long time. So when everyone's like, oh, you're friends for 40 years. I've said, yes, we're friends for 40 years. But for many of those years, we didn't speak. Yeah, We reconnected before I was on the show. Before Mm -hmm. I was on the show, we were in the Hamptons. I was renting a beautiful home. She was in a dump in Montauk. Now (laughs) Now I'm being bitchy in a dumpy hotel. No, but we reconnected. I did love her. I took it at face value. Whoever's around me, I lift up. I get, yes, and you I do. Was, before I being on that. Housewives, I was on TV. I was on Fox 5. I was on NBC. I was on Lifestyle Expert Things. Our husbands got along. And we did a lot of things together. As I got on TV, got on more TV, got on Housewives. I mean, I think to some people, it's very attractive. It gets to their head. They, you know, they start wanting what you have. And when I can't deliver, I cannot deliver that to someone. No. I tried very hard to get this person on TV when I couldn't. You know, they thought I was trying to cock block them. That's not me. I want no, the best for that everybody. No, you at all. And, and that was it. And they thought, okay, I'm just going to ruin her life. To the fact of just even fake Twitter accounts. Yeah. And I've just, I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like this. The desperation, the hurt. You know, at this point, the only reason I'm talking about it is, you know, life has changed very, very much to the fact is I've never quite seen in my life people, and, and this isn't isolated, unfortunately. It happens. Fame does crazy things to people. You can speak to anybody who still knows me. I still have friends from childhood. I think I'm I'm the same person. I really think I'm the same person. I'm not delusional and think I'm better than anybody else just because I'm on TV. It's I'm no different than anybody else. No, I'm just a girl who happens. My job happens to be on television. And I think you take your job really seriously. And I take it seriously. And you always want to deliver. You are the most professional. And it's so upsetting Mm -hmm. to me because I I see how hard your job is firsthand. I see 
how hard it is for you and all the girls. Your job is my worst fucking nightmare. You know, like to have people commenting all day on everything I do, eat, sleep, breathe, wear, sneeze, like to be switched on all the time, to have no privacy. Like I think that is so hard and I commend everyone for doing it. Like, because at the end of the day, what people forget is you deliver entertainment but the entertainment that you deliver is your real life. Yes, exactly. It, it, it is my real life. And, and I go about my real life and I don't pretend to be something I'm not. I mean, it's not like I am pretending to be, you know, the queen of Sheba. You know, I'm the greatest. I have everything perfect. No, I, I mean, I, I bleed. think you're very honest about how everything's yes, not perfect. I bleed, like, I bleed like everybody else. Yeah. And I think everybody who thinks anything different, it it upsets me. But I think authenticity in my life is very important, the people I surround myself with. But I think the lesson I've learned, and I think I'm going to say to everybody else is, which is sad, still see the good in people. But maybe everybody has to really be aware of who you surround yourself with. And when you do get burned, don't let it jade you towards all the good people, because there's still good people in the world. Even even and I've been burned a lot and a lot yeah. even this week. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Even this week. Yeah, very timely. Very, yes, very timely, timely this week. Yeah, it's still shocking to me. I mean, I always this particular person I always had like an ick with them anyway from the first moment I met them, but it just it's sad to me that you have to go through that and now you have to watch it play out in a season on it's, TV. You know what? Also. It's okay because I always say cream rises to the top. It does. It always does. Cream, and I have you know, cream, cream always rises to the top. And it just spins you forward to like do bigger and better things and it, and enjoy the moments that you have and make the most of. Because listen, I, I say it's my worst nightmare. I'm happy to take some of the perks, things like, you know, free Botox, nice beauty treatments, great events, <laughs> good outfits. Listen, I'm not yes. fucking licking the gift horse in the mouth. I just like being more behind the scenes, I guess no, is what and I'm I, saying. And I understand. I think everybody has to, you know, realize, you know, what, what it really is, but that's what I'm saying. So we're talking about that. We're back caviar dreams, tuna fish budget. Everybody starts somewhere. I, I think I'm so excited to be back on air with you all. I hope you enjoy hearing what we have to say. We're going to be bringing you great content about life. I mean, I've lived a long life. I am 55 years old, though I look much younger now thanks to all my plastic <laughs> surgery. Um, you might we, actually live to 555 yes, and, now with these yes, shots. exactly. And I just want to say something else. Another thing that happened to me while I was on hiatus, my, my ex-husband died. I don't know if oh. you guys follow me on Instagram or whatever it is, but I, I've also buried one of my best, you know, Jan was my best friend, one of my best friends in the world. I didn't talk a lot about our relationship He is the father of my kids. We do share a biological son together, not just my stepchildren. Regardless of everybody's like, your kids hate you and people make up these fake narratives. That's not true. We held a beautiful shiva at my home for him. And this is a major loss for us. So I was going through something very horrible the last month. It was sudden and shocking. He wasn't sick. And I think it made me also realize life is short. I have to surround myself with the people that really mean something to me. I'm glad that he and I had a very special relationship. And he knew how I felt about him every day. So I felt the one thing it solidified is that I know I do the right thing by the people I love and who love me. 
but it also made me feel like I'm just going to keep living my authentic life. So I'm going to end this because I'm going to cry. That oh, everybody go gosh, and live gosh. your authentic life and make sure that everybody you do love, you let them know every day. And be good to the people who are good to you. And even to the assholes who aren't good to you, you know what? Don't waste your time on them because they don't deserve you. So we're going to be bringing you great content, great entrepreneurial insight about dreamers, disruptors, real life stuff. So we're so excited to be back, Caviar Dreamers. Keep dreaming. And we're going to be coming to you with a great guest next week. We will see you all soon. And we're going to be every Wednesday from now forward. So where you can find us everywhere you find your podcasts. We are on Dear Media. And we will see you next week. So keep dreaming. Keep dreaming. And sometimes in the studio and sometimes from the closet.